0: This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Broadcasting from the HJL Hospitality and Evolved Studios in LA and KZSB AM 1290 and FM 96.9 Santa Barbara or somewhere from the road, he's opened and fixed
1: Welcome to the Jeremiah Show. Got a really great show for you today. I've also got a special guest sitting next to me, Mr. Will Knox. He's, he's, well, he's Mr. Restaurant and just did a, a really fabulous show. Who, who did you just have on, Mr. Restaurant?
2: You drink too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Or not, or not enough. Here. Yeah. Or not enough, right? <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right. Who do I have on my show? I had a wonderful guest, Larry Lorenzo Nicola, who operates a joint. I call it a joint. It's a spot in Ojai, California, called Ojai Roti. And Larry is full of stories, and he's got a great storied history in L.A. as a restaurateur. And it was really a, a wonderful show and, and great that he was able to... Allow me in to his space. Yeah, I got it. I sat in on the studio here and listened. That was
1: a really fascinating interview. Good job, you. Thank you. And uh, so that's that was the first hour. So that will be posted anywhere you get your podcast. It's also going to air tonight on radio. So um, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Tell us a little bit about people may not may or may not know. This is sort of a new show, a new segment of that will eventually. Totally take off from the Jeremiah show, but at Mr. Restaurant, you've joined the Jeremiah show as a co host basically, and you're bringing some new programming to us. So, what is the show all about?
2: Well, for years, I'd contemplated doing my own uh, radio show that would be. an exploration into the restaurant business I come from restaurant real estate Uh, I've been a restaurant broker I've been an operator myself and I've always contemplated the idea of you know there should be a show not food but really contemplating more Uh, I'm contemplating contemplating anyway just the well, idea, well, uh, yeah, a, a thought. thought, I had thought that there was a, a void about the business of restaurants, and I uh, love radio, and uh, I love people, and I love restaurants, so I thought, let's, uh, let's do it, and then you gave me the opportunity to uh, come up with something, and my son, who's a branding guy... Um, he came up with the name, Mr. Restaurant. Dad, you ought to call yourself Mr. Restaurant. So that's how that started. He even did the logo behind me. And, uh, you know, it's cool. And uh, we've had guests, uh, uh, Bob Spivak, Warner Ebbing. Uh, Warner uh, has little Doms in, uh, in L.A. Bob Spivak started the Grill on the Alley. Uh, I've had Josh uh, Loeb and Zoe Nathan, who have a big popular restaurant now called The Duchess in Ojai. Uh, Uh, I've had a couple of guys that started a concept in Ojai called Pinion, and that's wood-fired pizza. And then Larry came on, and now I've got upcoming um, Bob of Bob's Well Bread up in Los Alamos. Uh, I've got uh, Ruth Reichel uh, slated to be on the show next week. Uh, Susan Feniger of the Border Grill. Uh, So uh, I'm— Attracting uh, people that uh, want to talk and want to talk about the business of restaurants, not necessarily just the cuisine. So mm-hmm. that's my fortunate uh, uh, lot in life, and here we are. So, Mr. Restaurant.
1: Yeah, and you got to tune in, they really, really interesting fascinating conversations with some of the biggest names in uh and and the world of uh food and hospitality and restaurants so well, welcome well, we're, we're to, so happy to have you to do in, doing this with us i uh, hope Bill.
2: to grow it with you and and i appreciate the opportunity
1: all right mr restaurant check it out uh, anywhere you get your podcasts and uh on the radio so i'm gonna say goodbye to you now uh, see, you with, <laughs> oh, see you in the grotto later See in the grotto bye-bye <laughs> enjoy happy hour yeah, it's great to have uh, Mr. Restaurant join the show, huh, Dr. D? Absolutely. pretty, pretty cool, yeah. cool uh, shows he's put out there and some really big names. So, I mean, honestly, if you want to know some of your favorite restaurants, some of the biggest brands in the world, some of the biggest celebrity chefs, he's he's got them all. He finds their iconic locations, which I just think is so cool, um, from Luke's, you know, Suzanne going to Spago, Wolfgang's. Classic spa go on sunset. That was his very first restaurant. Oh wow. So um I mean he's got a got a bunch of great restaurants that he's opened up that we all have come to love over the years. I got a very special guest on today, taking us a few attempts to get him on. That's how good he is and his his band. They're the Hollywood All-Stars. Uh Steve Gaspar is my very special guest and he's coming up in just a moment. Um, he's on the East Coast tonight, so it's a little bit later for him. And I really appreciate that he's hanging out with us, uh, basically during happy hour on the East Coast. Oh yeah, I, mean, there I, won't, you go. I won't. I won't uh, judge if he wants to have a martini while he does this interview. But I, first up, I wanted to talk about some exciting things that are happening today. Of course, the Cinco de Mayo. That's right. And uh, so happy Cinco de Mayo to everyone there. We've got, um, you know, our good friends, my chef, uh, chef Jeremy. Uh, Tumble at La Paloma wants you to come down on their garden patio tonight. Uh, they've got he's got a fish of the day taco special, Ooh. and he's got a famous margarita or mezcal flights mm-hmm. and live music. Doctor mm-hmm. D, but I I tried to get a friend in there. Just actually missed a restaurant, and it's pu- it's packed, so it's booked for tables. But I think you can still get down there and get eight dollar margaritas for happy hour from five to six 30 and El Carmen. Uh, I wondered, Steve, are you familiar with El Carmen in LA? I am not. You'll have to, uh, invite um, me. I call it a dive bar, but it's a classic, man. It's like the, the, the wrestler old El, uh, El Carmen. It was, it's a, um, just a classic in LA they're celebrating their 21st and 25th anniversary today on Cinco de Mayo. And, um, Sean McPherson has a historic tequila bar and taqueria. Festival cocktails and tacos. I'm getting hungry right now, thinking about it. and I'm uh, hungry and thirsty. Yeah, I'm hungry and thirsty. I don't, I don't know which way to go. I, I, both of them sound pretty good. All right, last thing I wanted to mention, uh, Mother's Day is on Sunday, right? Well, Correct. Los An- the Los Angeles Guiltinis, have you heard of these guys? Um, they're a major league rugby team. They're actually our Los Angeles Guiltinis. Have you been to a rugby match ever, Steve? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. <laughs> oh, my God. we got to hang out, I think.
3: <laughs>
1: well, as you guys know, I executive produce the Sports Lounge with Big Lou. And we are now the first partner, first radio partner with L.A. Guiltinis. They are the national champions. They're defending their champion, uh, their uh they're defending their title this this uh, coming up. We've got a couple matches left in the season. This one's going to be a good one. It's actually a Mother's Day. So instead of getting in trouble with my mom, I invited her along. <laughs> and everybody that works on the show, we invited their moms. So it's going to be a lot of moms at the, at the uh, L.A. Coliseum this week. And we're broadcasting from the Coliseum on Sunday. Uh, the L.A. Guiltinis face their Austin Cousins at 3 p.m. on May 8th. The L.A. Guiltinis will take on the Austin Gilgronies at the historic Los Angeles Memorial Co- Coliseum. Giltinis Club field seats are now available. We're going to be down on uh, what's called the – it's the Fun Pitch, I believe it's what it's called. And, uh, yes, it, let me find it. Insta- yeah, it's Fun Pitch. I'm calling it the Fun Pitch. and. There's food. It's the fun zone. That's what it's called. Food and concessions. Uh, we're going to be down there. Come da- down and say hi to me. and Big Lou. Um, and a lot of special guests. We're going to uh, talk to the players uh, on the radio. It's going to be a lot of fun. So it's this Sunday. If you can get away from your mom and you don't get in too much trouble, come on down, sneak out for a couple <laughs> hours, or just bring her. <laughs> All right. I want to get to my special guest right now. Steve, thanks for being patient there while I... I had to mention some of our things that our good friends are doing out there right now. Steve Gaspar is my very special guest. Again, he is um, hes the, the uh, music director. He's in charge of the Hollywood All-Stars. And they have a new EP out. It's called Field of Grace with a new single, which we're going to play in its entirety at the end of the show. We're going to premiere it here on The Jeremiah Show. And they've also got a tour. He's out on tour right now by the same name, Field of Grace. Welcome uh, to the show, Steve. I wanted to—you've got such a big band and such a big sound, and it's so special, it's different. How would you describe the Hollywood All-Stars?
4: well Jeremiah first thank you very much for being as flexible as you've been with me I really really do appreciate it and I've been dying to come on and talk to you about this uh you know the band I kind of describe it as my traveling circus it, it's it's ridiculous true you know in today's day and age especially getting a three or four piece band together is a little tricky but 13 pieces is just stupid but having said that you get 13 people on stage with a full horn section and a real Hammond organ and some great singers and there's nothing that gives you a a chill like that and it's uh it's been a passion project of mine and I've been very fortunate to call in some favors with some really talented people and it's been doing really well it's been received very well so far
1: well congratulations by the way you just uh you guys just got a record deal
4: yeah, and how, how silly is that in today's day and age? I mean, they're, they're in rather short supply these days, you know?
1: Yeah, um, it's hardly, that's not heard of very much anymore, is it?
4: It is. It is. And I mean, everybody's doing everything on their own. And I mean, the thing that appealed to me about this, I mean, I was signed back in the day when, you know, there were black vinyl records. That's how old I am. I'm like a dinosaur in this business and have grown up through 8-track tapes and cassettes and CDs. But back in the day when you got a record deal, it really meant something. Today, you know, everybody and, you know, Happy Mother's Day. Everybody's mother has a CD out now. We are promoting our CD. And how do you do that? I mean, really, the only venue is you bring them to your shows. You try to sell them at shows. You can put them up on Spotify and iTunes. But I have a very scary statistic for you, Jeremy. Jeremiah, do you know how many uh, singles are uploaded to the digital streaming platforms daily? Take a guess every day.
1: Uh, So I have this figure, actually, because I'm working with someone that that has the numbers for me, but I I don't quite recall that maybe is it a million, two million? Well, it's
4: not quite that (laughs) It's crazy. 60,000 songs are uploaded daily. Wow. That's crazy. Which means there are 60,000 artists are out there every day doing their thing. And God bless them all trying to get something happening. And I mean, how do you determine which one of those songs, you know, will even get heard? So when this label thing came along, I thought, how wonderful to have a team with me doing this and that one for me was the big appeal plus i mean they're a very interesting boutique label they've got some classic rock artists from you know artists that played with vanilla fudge uh john entwistle from the who they have part of his catalog and it's a really eclectic mix of artists and they heard what we did and fell in love and i you know it was too good to say no i couldn't say no
1: well, I, I think it, I'd still big hats off and congratulations. I think it still means a lot to get a record deal, especially these days, even maybe even more than, more than not. Right. I mean, to, uh, absolutely. I mean, if, if you, if you use that statistic of 60,000 song, new songs are released on Spotify every single day. And then you think about how many these labels, how many submissions they must get, um, and and you get to the top of the heap and you actually get a deal out of it a lot has to happen a lot has to go right hard work on your part to to get that uh so i i think you deserve every bit of uh accolades and and congratulations that you've earned and your band has earned well Steve, thank you
4: i i do appreciate it but again a lot of the credit goes to the level of artistry and the players that are connected with this project. You know, I would love to say, gee, I'm wonderful, but I really, my hat's off to everyone in this band because the whole project has been a big effort on everyone's part. Obviously there's not a huge budget when you're doing something like this, especially pre getting signed. And uh, it's taken a lot of hard work, but you know what, Jeremiah, ultimately I think the music speaks for itself. And ultimately that's what will get the deal. You know, I can sell and pitch and do everything I want to do and jump up and down and write a pogo stick on TikTok. But the bottom line is the music has to stand up. And that's why when someone like you contacts me, it's beyond flattering. You know, it's that's what for me, what it's all about, just to have you say to me, Steve, I think this is a great song. Let's come on the show, you know that speaks volumes to me
3: i miss the days of Paola. i really do
4: can i tell you what richard richard let me tell you something what i'm going through now trying to get played don't think it hasn't crossed my mind to send uh to send uh stevie van zandt at underground garage on sirius a new car or something no i you know what listen i get the whole the whole thing. About that. And ironically, I happen to be in the middle of a book right now. Um, oh, Tommy James and the Shandells. Remember Tommy James? I know you guys might be too young to remember who Tommy James was.
3: I don't remember.
4: The title of the book is "The Music, The Mob, and Me," Ooh. and the whole thing is about what went on with Roulette Records back in the late '60s and early '70s, and how the president of that label, Morris Levy, had everyone under his thumb. And that's how many of those songs became hits. And yeah, I get I get the legal the legality of all of that. But you know what? It would be nice to be able to buy somebody a, a beer at a bar and say, "Hey, man, can you just do me a favor and put this on the air? Will you please?
3: Just <laughs> just for ten minutes, please.
4: Mm. Yeah, that's all. You
1: well, know. <laughs> there's a lot right there that I want to comment on. First, the book. I'm there. What a great title. I can't wait to read it. You got to come. It. You, you really gotta, will. Yeah. Steven, you got to come back on when you, when that's released and we'll, we'll, we'll uh, go through the book and promote it properly. But um, yeah, I'm there on that one. As far as Paola, don't let Dr. D <laughs> make you feel sorry for him because what, what he's not saying is that he gets paid from me to put together the soundtrack. So he's getting, little, he's getting a little, it's, it's it's not a, little a lot It's enough for a cheeseburger maybe, but that's it's there you it's, go. Uh, so yeah don't feel too sorry for him (laughs) the other thing is you're right though i mean the relationship i I love kind of pulling back the curtain on on how these things happen and it happens through hard work and steve i I don't know i think you sent me your song i loved it we started talking over email i mean it's it's it happens that way and what's great what i what i think is a little bit original I'm proud of on this show is that we you know you come on the show and we're going to play your music uh six seven songs throughout the show and play as much as we can get away with um, right. with right. Ask we we really respect honor and love the musician and the the way I look at it is it's my honor that you're sharing your work and your passion and all the uh, your band everybody that's come together to create music um, that is so important in our world, in our daily lives, for our happiness and for our uh, mental health and all the rest and just to have fun. I, yeah. uh, you know, what you guys do, uh, we're just happy to be a vessel to, to put it out there on the airwaves for you. And so, again, if you're listening, we're going to talk about the new EP. Uh, Steve's here to discuss the new EP from the Hollywood All-Stars. Uh, We're going to play the music throughout the show going to commercial break. We're going to talk a little bit about the music as we go to break. And Steve, if he'd like, can describe the song and who's playing on it. A lot of special guests, a lot of uh, really great musicians that have joined the Hollywood All-Stars. And so before I I, kind of want you to describe the band and your players, if you don't mind here, because it is unique. It's a big band. It's a big sound uh it's 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 a lot of fun i mean you can't help but just get in a good mood when you're listening to you guys uh come together and do your thing before we get to having you describe the the players in your band steve you've got a great background here um that i would i would i would be uh, bummed if we didn't talk about it a little bit if we went on past that um you know you handpicked the super group as you've said and uh, you're a Grammy-nominated songwriter, a producer, a keyboardist, and you were formerly with Epic and CBS uh, uh, Re- Records as a recording artist. T- can you tell me a little bit about, about your background and for the listeners sure. that may not know to give us a little insight to, to how you came up in the business?
4: Sure, Jeremiah. You know what? I'll try to uh, do the cliff notes, but it started at my, I was born to a family. Uh, my dad was a symphonic musician. Uh, trombone was his instrument, but he played in a, uh, the Chicago Symphony, the Dallas Symphony. When we settled in Connecticut for a while, he was with the New Haven Symphony Orchestra. And at four and a half, he decided I was going to take piano lessons. And at four and a half, you just, well, if you're a decent kid which I think I was, you do what you're told. And, you know, I grew up playing classical piano and then all of a sudden there was that memorable night that the Beatles appeared on the Ed Sullivan show, which every musician in contemporary music will tell you that was a turning point for them as it was for me. And, you know, my dad being the classical musician said to me, all right, I'll tell you what, if you continue with your classical piano, I'll get you a jazz piano teacher. So now this little kid, here I am shooting myself in the foot. Now I have two piano lessons a week to prepare for. (laughs) But, you know, so it kind of backfired on me in a way. But, you know, looking back on it, you know, he always said to me, someday you're going to thank me. And I did thank him many, many, many times and grew up in music. It's all I know. It's really all (laughs) I know how to do.
1: What did your dad do?
4: He was a music teacher, uh, elementary and high school music teacher, and, you know, supported us between that and playing in symphony orchestras. And, you know, it's funny. I remember as a little boy watching him go out, uh, you know, in his tuxedo. And he used to tell me, you know what, Steve, one day you're going to be going out doing the gig and I'll be staying home. And boy, oh boy, how things, you know. Sure words were never spoken, you know. But but the other thing he said to me was, play the piano. You'll never have to carry any equipment. The piano players just walk <laughs> in with their music. And if you look behind me, you'll know that one backfired too. Because, I mean, <laughs> The, the roadies hate me and you know it is what it is i just have this thing i, I don't i believe there's nothing like the sound of a real hammond organ so yeah, it's yeah, it is what like it is light, but i mean you know? the sound of the band jeremiah i would describe if blood sweat and tears came out today mixed with a little bit of toto and a little bit i don't know it's like a rocking horn band yeah you know <laughs> and i try to write with that flavor in mind i mean as a songwriter i you know don't want us to just come out and jam which would be fun but I think there's gotta be substance to the song,
1: you know? Yeah, no, I mean it's a it's a it's a big sound and I love the horns. I love a jam band. I love uh it's interesting. Your your piano and a keyboardist, um why did you why why were horns so important
4: well as... you know what this that that's a very good question and believe me that's been asked a lot too everyone you know Darn, knows I me a, i wanted a new question <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, no it's a good one though i like it i like that question um everyone who knows me said gee we bought you know we're gonna buy your cd or they've heard some of the demos and we expected it to be like hammond organ and piano in our face through the whole thing i approached the cd as a producer as if I were a record producer listening to another piano player. And as much as that, I think the keyboards do have a place in each song, Uh, the horns are something that I love and when I had the opportunity to work with the Uptown Horns, now you asked me a moment ago about the players in the band this horn section, they did the Rolling Stone Steel Wheels Tour they've played with Jay Giles they've played with everyone and these four guys, Jeremiah let me tell you, when they get together it's like the sound of them is one person they have been together, you know, since the 80s and they're incredible they actually wrote one of the songs on the EP, the one that uh, Trust me the one that chevy sings it's a a really good song love that one yeah no it's a cool song and she's amazing and you know it's it's a great horn section
1: well hey we're gonna go to break right now with the river and anything you want yeah so it's you know what in fact i put it in here twice uh a different port different parts of the song different um Uh, it's just it's just a wonderful song and and tell us about it a little bit steve before we before they well again
4: we have this big rock and horn band and you know i'm a i'm a love i love love songs that's who i am at my my core uh piano and a beautiful ballad so i decided well we're going to do one of these we're all locked down during covid and things were horrible and you're thinking about you know what we're all at one point we're all going down You know, you you read about friends waking up, passing and from Bob Saget and all these different people who unexpectedly just leave. And this was was sort of was at the heart of this song. We're all going across the river, but you have to keep your keep your hope. And, you know, we'll all get through. We're Mm -hmm. all going to be there.
1: Beautiful message. Love it. Okay, Steve Gaspar is my very special guest today on the show. The band is the Hollywood All-Stars, and the new EP is Field of Grace with a new single that we're going to play in its entirety at the end of the show, so stay tuned for that. And they've also got a tour by the same name. If you're in Waterbury, Connecticut, anywhere around June 25th, make sure you show up. On June 25th, it's a Saturday night at the Waterbury Palace Theater. The Hollywood All-Stars are giving uh, putting on a concert. And the concert will be supporting the RU Dent Breast Cancer Organization. So you can enjoy an unforgettable evening of live music. At the same time, support a very worthwhile cause. The Hollywood All-Stars... Look forward to seeing you at the Waterbury Palace on Saturday, June 25th, on the Field of Grace Tour. There are more tour dates. You can check those out. Where can they check those out, Steve? Where can they get those Uh, tour dates?
4: Our Facebook page is very up-to-date. I'm very good about doing that. And um, my own personal Facebook page, I welcome anyone to send me a friend request. I'm very open on social media and welcome anyone reaching out, and I'm more than happy to keep everyone posted.
1: Yeah. Even Richard, you'd, love it. you'd be
3: Richard's friend. Even
4: Richard, although Richard and I are going to have to go grab a margarita later. Right I now. love yeah.
1: it. <laughs> At the hell, Carmine? It's it's you guys. Believe me, you. It's the it's the coolest bar. It's almost like you're in a. uh, In a circus tent with all this great, yeah, it's very, very cool.
3: I will even take the margarita from the bearded lady.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, one more time, thepalastheaterct.org. That's where you can get your tickets for this this benefit concert for RU Dense Breast Cancer Organization. And just a great night of music. You can find them, The Hollywood All-Stars, on Instagram and Facebook at The Hollywood All-Stars. We'll be right back.
5: We're all going around the bend You gotta do what makes you shiver Before your time comes to an end Hold on And drink from the silver cup Be strong, because deep in the heart of you, the river keeps flowing on.
0: Mr. Restaurant is a tasty new segment on the Jeremiah Show. Host Will Knox, renowned restaurant real estate specialist, serves up a fresh look at the restaurant business. On the menu, celebrity chefs, startups, operators, deal makers, designers, and those are just some of the appetizers. Look for all of Mr. Restaurant shows. Tell your smart speaker to play the Jeremiah Show, Mr. Restaurant. I am Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing, at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe.
4: Hi, everyone. Steve Gaspar from the Hollywood All-Stars here. Ladies and gentlemen, please make sure to come out and check out the Hollywood All-Stars Saturday, June 25th at the Waterbury Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut. And don't forget, you are listening to The Jeremiah Show. Thank you all very much. Love you.
0: Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com.
2: Hi, I'm Marielle Hemingway and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
1: Hey, welcome back to the Jeremiah Show. It's Doctor D and me, and our very special guest today is Steve Gaspar. He is the uh, God. He's the founder of the Hollywood All Stars. a music director. He's the pianist. Um, he's a fan of his own band. Uh, that's for sure. And so so are we. <laughs> we are, we came back with uh, what a great title. What good is your body if you got no soul? Ooh. <laughs> I love that title. Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's a little commentary on all our plastic surgery and our nips and tucks and, you know, giving everybody room to do and be what they want to be. But really what's important, it's in here.
1: Yeah, so true, and another great commentary on the on the way the world is these days and what's really important. So, Steve, uh, before we move on, uh, you've got some really great people in the band. It's going to take us a whole segment just to talk about all of them, but I think we should give them their due, and, and, uh, and I really want to explore the, the band and... and You know, get our give our listeners kind of an insight into who makes up this amazing big sound that you guys got with the Hollywood All Stars. So, before we do that, though, we talked about your early life and the piano and the love for the piano and the encouragement of your father. Uh, One day, he would be sitting in the audience most of the time. As a child, you were watching him play. Was there a proud moment that you can recall? Where where Pops is now in, this, in the audience watching you? Is there, was there a particular show or a moment that you could share?
4: Yeah, you know what, Jeremiah, that's that's a question no one's asked me before. Another great question. You know, he was obviously very supportive of my career. Uh, my dad passed, you know, about 11, 12 years ago. But at one point in time remember I told you he was a classical musician. Uh, I was attending the University of Connecticut in Storrs, Connecticut as a music major. And they had an annual, it was called a concerto competition where soloists would audition to perform at a big concerto concert with the University of Connecticut Symphony Orchestra. And I won the piano part of the competition and decided I was gonna play Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue. And keep in mind, this is like 32 pages of music, all committed to memory. And you have to not only remember 32 pages of music, but your entrances and exits and where the orchestra's playing. And long story short, I went out and I performed that piece. My dad drove up for the concert, went up to him afterward, and I could see the tears of pride in his eyes. And, you know, just looked at me and hugged me and said, you sound great. Mm-hmm. That would be, to answer your question, that was a moment, I think, in my life where my dad and I really connected.
1: Uh, beautiful. Mm. All, I think all kids want their dad to give them that nod of approval at some point right i mean we all some of us get it some of us don't but it's it's a that that that, that sounds like a beautiful moment um very happy yeah it was great yeah passing the torch well uh, steve you've had a lot of success as a recording artist can you do you want to just give us like a few highlights some of the things that you're very proud of
4: Yeah, absolutely. You know, you mentioned the epic CBS recording artist portion of my career when I was, you know, again, 17 years old, 18 years old. we were very fortunate to meet a record producer whose name was Paul Lecca. Now I'm sure the name probably doesn't ring a bell, but if I told you some of his work, he wrote the song na 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 na, na, na hey hey, na na hey hey was one of Paul's hits. Right. Uh, Green Tambourine by the Lemon Pipers. Paul produced Stevie Wonder, Gloria Gaynor, uh, a host of people. And I was dating a girl at the time and the two of us went in and we were writing these cute little songs together. And we We played them for Paul, who said to us, I see the talent here, you're a great keyboard player. The girl has a wonderful voice, but there's not a hit song here. And he got me really involved at that point in my life in the art of songwriting, crafting a great song. Long story short, we wrote the song eventually that he felt was a single. He went in and got assigned to Columbia Records in New York. The record was released. Columbia had no boy-girl band at the time. Hmm. And this was a point in time where the Carpenters were huge. Donnie and Marie Osmond were huge. The Captain and Tennille were huge. And Columbia didn't have one of them. We were to be that act on Columbia. Uh, And we actually, we got a deal. Long story short, I'll fast forward many years. The girl is now my wife, the mother of my son. Uh, the, c- the single came out and tanked, but the acts stayed together. So oh, that's a, the a story of my time at Columbia Records, which was just the beginning of my songwriting career, really.
1: Do you think that things, as a musician, you've probably seen uh, really, really bright days and really dark days and days oh, that you God. thought man do i keep doing this and can i do this and this this is all i know this is what i do Hmm. Um, and and,
4: and jeremiah
1: why am i doing this why am
4: i (laughs) why am i I torturing myself like what are you a glutton for punishment it's like you you know you keep beating your head against the wall because it feels so good when you stop it's sort of what what a, a career in the music business is like and you know what now that i'm older and the business has changed so much it's sort of better now in a way for me because it's not about the money anymore nobody's doing this for the money anymore because you could release record there is no money anymore in records um sure you tour and you make your living touring but back in the day people i mean if you remember some acts uh the early days of van halen or whoever those records would do a million units the first week they were released Mm-hmm. A huge record today is lucky if it sells a hundred thousand pieces of physical product. Right. So it's changed so much,
1: you know. So, so where, how do you make money? I mean, I love to to mention from what I've talked to so many bands over the years, the musicians, and they they tell me that Bandcamp, where they put their music up, pays them the most—about eighty percent of what they of. Of what of the sale of the album or the EP, um, right. merchandise. I mean, that's way way that you make, can make money now, right? Selling your merchandise yeah. and yeah. touring. It's really not in the album, and it's not. Uh, you know, it's that's not where it's at anymore. Right? With Spotify paying half a cent uh, every time you. Your, your single is played and, you know, the, all the right. different streaming platforms. It's really hard to make that add up, even if it you're is. a big I name. Mean, I mean,
4: so the touring for sure, um, um, you know, if you could, if you're lucky enough to get in some kind of regular rotation on Sirius Radio, That's not bad. I mean, the uh, performance royalties on radio are still there. But again, it's so diluted with product. I mean, and and some of it's really good. I'm not saying that like I'm bitter about it. I mean, I listen to radio and Sirius all day long and nine out of the 10 things that I listen to. I've never even heard of these acts before, but they're really great. You know, so, you know, I don't know. I mean, touring and merch is for sure a big part of the, you know, the financial puzzle. No question.
3: If I may throw in before we go to break, I like the way things are now rather than the way things were when I was a kid growing up listening to radio and then getting into radio in the 80s because the record companies don't control what the radio stations are playing on the radio because... As you just said, 60,000 new songs, what did you say, every day are being put daily. up? Daily, daily. And I remember listening to certain of uh, my favorite artists on the radio going, wow, well, I like that. But what else have they done? I want to hear something else because you're right. playing this one to death. I don't want to hear it anymore. I'm bored with it. And, and you know, so I tune out. And so I would go out and buy the albums and I fell in love with the music on the rest of the album.
4: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Those, I mean, back in those days, Richard, those albums were like going to see a movie. Oh yeah. I mean, remember, I mean, the artwork and the and the oh my god, and the way the songs were arranged, the order told a story. They were beautiful Brilliant. artistic endeavors.
1: You know, yeah. the way they smelled, I can still smell oh. my favorite records. I mean, god, yeah. It, yes. it, 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 it kind of hits you in all the senses, right? Yeah. Um, and then we, you had a guest on eat not long the record, ago, so I never tasted it.
3: No. <laughs> <one. laughs> but you had a guest on not long ago who actually did the artwork work i mean right. these these yes. albums were art pieces larry vigon larry vigon yeah yeah, they,
1: yeah. absolutely absolutely yeah
3: well steve man this
1: is a uh, steve Gaspar is our very special guest again the band is the hollywood all-stars we're listening you're listening to them you're about to listen to them right now the new ep pick it up go Pick it up. Are you on Bandcamp? Where would where would they buy the where do you want them yeah. to buy the EP, Steve?
4: All right. The single the single field of grace is available on Bandcamp. I mean we, we could talk a little more when we come back about the deal with Deco. But Deco's gonna be doing a full-blown release this summer. Yo, It'll, they, be yeah. it. mm. It'll be available everywhere and I'll clue you into all of
1: that. All right. And I wanted to mention we had Rich Ezra uh, a guest on not long ago. He's um he ran, runs Uh-oh. the music business registry, which yeah, is an Yeah, Rich
4: used to be an Ar the records if i'm not mistaken yeah well, yeah he's got, ago, a- I, I, yep.
1: he's got he's got the anr registry the publishers registry the artist managers the film and television music guide we had him on and he talked about uh what it takes to get a deal and how the labels will notice you and now at this day and age you do you, you gotta take yourself if, if you're an artist 40% almost 50% before they'll even notice you you have to do a lot of that legwork so I bring that up because I wanted to say again congratulations for your your uh, the Hollywood All-Stars inked a three year de- record deal with Deco Entertainment uh, ADA and Warner Music Group and uh, when the, out, the EP comes out definitely pick up a copy um, again big congratulations we're gonna take you to break right now with uh, again one of my favorite titles on your ep what good is your body if you got no soul dr d Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) and you can find the hollywood all-stars at the hollywood all-stars on facebook and instagram go follow them and like them right now because you got a few minutes to jam with the music and we'll be right back
0: Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio. The Jeremiah Show airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Core Radio. Rocks.
4: Hey there. I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And we, we are Girl Named, Girl Named Tom. Tom. Go to GirlNamedTom.com to hear more of our music, buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show.
5: You've been listening to The Jeremiah Show. I am Miles Zuniga from Fastball. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Christian. We're L1011. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show.
0: And we're back with The Jeremiah Show.
1: that dr and like that. here we go we are back with on a really big show uh, on, a big <laughs> sh- <laughs> on a big show with a big band and uh steve gaspar is at the top of it all he is the uh the brainchild he is the uh he's got the ear he put together some of the best musicians to come up with this great band that you've been listening to this entire show if you're just tuning in Uh, don't fear you got we got many more opportunities and we do have a world premiere of uh, at least on our show Uh, i'm gonna pretend like it's a world premiere everywhere steve uh with the hollywood all-stars it's field of grace it's their new single their tour and their album uh, ep album is uh titled the same thing so it's easy to remember field of grace welcome back steve what is field of grace what does that refer to
4: Field of Grace is a very interesting song about a, uh, a breakup, I suppose, uh, of, of love gone wrong. Um, and while it was good, it was great. It was all this beautiful, all these loving feelings of butterflies flying and the beautiful fields of flowers blowing in a breeze. And the question becomes, whatever happened to our field of grace? Where did that go? Where did it disappear to?
1: Where do and, those uh, go?
4: Where did
1: they go?
3: They go to Cleveland. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> they go to Connecticut. And they, <laughs> and
3: they go
4: to Connecticut to die. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting topic, and I like the topic because you're. We all. It all starts out that way, doesn't it? It's just yeah. It's when it's right. It's everything beautiful. the 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 sky is brighter. The yeah, right. Uh, the sounds, is are, greener. sounds are sharper. Yeah, food tastes and then better.
4: And you know it, the vultures are circling above. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, oh yeah. And then, Those damn
4: vultures, man! They'll get you every time.
3: Justin Bones, <laughs> time to go vulture hunting. <laughs> I
1: like this. I like it. So when that's coming up. Uh, uh, stay tuned. I'm really excited to play that here on the show and thank you so much steve for bringing it to us we really appreciate oh, it let's, let's talk yeah well don't go anywhere yet i don't want to let God. you go yet I, we need to talk about your band all would, right, would you me like me so. to mention their name and then you tell it give us tell let's us all do about it? that that's that'll be a perfect exchange okay. let's do it way. well let's start with your vocalist tom Bowes got uh, tommy is uh spent
4: seven years as the front person for tower of power talk about the uh quintessential horn band right oh yeah tommy's also worked with blood sweat and tears tommy is probably one of the nicest human beings on the planet see i i'm, I'm gonna do a blanket statement as good as everyone is i'm really blessed that i'm with a bunch of really nice people And I could go into each one of them about what wonderful people they are. But Tommy is a great, great guy. He's there for me. One of the most in-demand singers on both coasts. That's Tommy Bose. Wonderful Mm,
1: guy. mm, mm. Uh, I like this. He's in a group. Uh, begun by the New York Yankee and jazz guitarist, Bernie Williams. That's interesting. Yes. Still well, you don't know, see that every day. <laughs> are, you,
4: are you a fan? Are you? A, I, I
1: don't know in the LA if you're a Yankees
4: fan, but Bernie actually sat in with our band. Bernie, uh, you know, is a guitarist yeah. as well. And uh, Bernie came up one night and did a a show with us, and it was really interesting the way I introduced him. Nobody had a clue he was going to be here. And of course, we're on the East Coast and a lot of Yankee fans here. And I went into my little spiel about how a, a band is like a family and a band is a collection of like-minded people like a team i said mm-hmm. we're like a team this band and i said i'm going to bring someone else out right now who also knows what it's like to be part of a team and i said ladies and gentlemen from the new york yankees mr and the crowd erupted jeremiah oh. was hysterical <laughs> bernie williams comes out with his guitar and it was just a great show
1: oh that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> What is that? Also, I mean, talk about a field of grace where you've got an audience that just—they're they're with you. They're—they're—you guys are up there on stage giving them your all and the love, and they're giving it to you back. That's—that's that's another unique moment that I, I think is really fun to think about. And and how do as human beings that we do this, that we gather like this, and that we 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 love a band like we do in a special moment like that it's just um an, a unique human experience isn't it
4: it's wonderful and it's why we do what we do i mean the scary thing for us we did a show last november um uh, at that point the ep four of the five songs were done i'm we're still finishing the fifth one and if you'd like i can give uh TJS radio, a little exclusive. Yeah, we we love that. My interview. You guys deserve something from me. (laughs) Um, but anyway, four of the songs were done. And this is last November when we're in a theater with, I think there were seven or 800 people and no one had heard any of the original songs before. And this is a big uh, litmus test. The river a ballad comes out and no one knows the song and it's why we do what we do. And we start playing that song and Jeremiah, you could hear a pin drop. We get to the end of that song and the crowd goes nuts. And it is, you get goosebumps. It's like, this is why we do what we do to share this stuff with it, with people, with an audience, you know,
1: it's gotta be this incredible energy that's indescribable that, that just happens. And you know, when it's happening, and it doesn't always happen, but when it does, and it's and you're vibing like that with everybody. It's got to be just this neat, neat interview. For sure, yeah, yep, uh, yep. definitely goosebumps for sure. Vocalist Chevy Chevis. Chevy,
4: my favorite. You know, I was looking for a contemporary Tina Turner. I said that you be listen. If you're going to stand in front of this band, this band's a freight train. And we can't have some mealy little girl up there singing her little pretty little songs. You've got to get up there and you've got to command. You've got to drive this bus. And she, boy, oh boy, she came out in spades. And we did her vocal when we were recording. uh, Trust me. And Andy Abel, the guitarist, is my co-producer. We'll get to Andy. He and I looked at each other. And we were just our jaw just dropped. This girl comes in and sings that song. Again, it's an original song. She's got nothing to use as a barometer. It's done. Mm-hmm. She's got to make it her own, and she did in Spades mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah, one of my favorites. Uh, she's she I can't. She's got. A, she's been a background vocalist. Got a great such a great resume. Beyonce, Chaka, yes. Chaka she, uh, Madonna, yeah. Ariana Grande, Adele. Adele, Doctor D, <laughs> J Lo, and
3: and the list goes on. I'm not allowed to talk about her.
4: Well, Doctor D, if you have a connection there, I'd love for Adele to record the river. So, if there's oh, any way you wow. guys can make that happen, speaking of Paola,
3: I'll see what I'll things. see oh, what I can do. Yes. Yeah, yeah, well, Adele and
1: Doctor D should be friends at this point because he loved. We've had 460 shows. I think she's been on all
3: 400 and 459. <laughs> well, um, I, I will tell you before we go to break uh, that, uh, and it has nothing to do specifically with her. And so far, I haven't said her name, Uh, but the way that both you and Jeremiah, as well as myself have been talking about music, it's like music in general. It absolutely positively, it permeates our culture, regardless of what culture you wish to bring up our civilization, our society. And I can't even imagine what our lives would be like without it.
4: Absolutely. Well said.
1: Well said. For sure. Uh, we'll, we'll take a. We got to take one more break, Doctor D. Mm-hmm. So one we'll more. take that quick last break, that final break, and we'll come back, and we're going to talk about the Uptown Horns and the Hollywood oh, All Stars. Yeah. And uh, Doctor D, that was a beautiful way to uh, to go out here. But before we do, I've got to give out that uh, on Facebook and Instagram, it's updated constantly. Uh, you can get the most up to date information there about the Hollywood All Stars at The Hollywood All Stars will be right back.
5: We're all going across the river, we're all going around the bend. And if you doubt there's a reconsider, let me say it once again. On. The river will lead you home. Hold on, You're never alone. Sail on, and do what you got to do. Get where the birds have
0: jeremiah's top 10 new artist picks on radio india alliance each week the radio india alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements we don't charge we support radio india alliance.com hi there
2: everybody this is
1: ann
3: h hey everybody I'm, Art Alex h. I'm from the band everclear my name is danny Dreho.
5: and you're listening to the jeremiah show jeremiah your loved home
0: need help with your restaurant or hospitality business see how we can help your business at hjlrestaurantadvisors.com hey this is jeff stunk baxter please open your heart and reach out to a veteran and let them know number one that they are loved and respected you won't give up if they don't give up and you're listening to the jeremiah show
1: what you see I could never hurt you baby you know it's safe with me the past is over
2: can't turn back the hands
1: of time left that path I used to walk I paid for all my crimes you're asking me where it went I'm saying here and now you know I need you so bad baby you make me just came back uh dr d thank you for bringing us back to the jeremiah show we just came back with uh the hollywood all-stars trust me another one hit after another here we're hearing uh and and by the way steve steve gaspar is our special guest um he handpicked this super group he's a grammy nominated songwriter a producer and a keyboardist Used to be with Epic and CBS, uh, he was a recording artist. Hmm. So he is on the Hammond organ and the piano, and we're we're talking about the band because the band is just so unique and made up of so many great musicians. You gotta pinch yourself, I'm sure, Steve, uh, daily and all the time when you when you realize who you're you're working with here. Um, uh that you found and that are all that they're part of your group it's just amazing the hollywood all-stars and uh a big part of this is the uptown horns tell us a little bit about the uptown horns
4: well, again, you know, this is a legendary horn section on the East Coast here. I mean, back in the eighties, they were the go-to horn section for everyone from the Rolling Stones to the Jay Giles band to all the shows. They would have been on the Letterman show. If Paul Schaefer needed a horn section, he would have them come out as special guests. And we live really in close proximity to one another. And I ended up having uh, coffee with Crispin, the Sax player probably a couple of years, two and a half, three years ago now, and presented this idea to him and said to him, am I nuts, am I out of my mind? And I said, is it unrealistic for me to think that you guys would wanna get involved at something like this, with something like this at this point in your career? And he said no you're not crazy he goes let's let's put it together let's see what happens and they've been amazing you know jeremiah part of my whole thing with this band and i said to you a little while ago about how nice everyone is and i don't want to really rush floss over that gloss over it you know to me a band is a family and i know this sounds corny in today's day and age and you know we do interviews like we're doing now and people record like this but when you're backstage together You wanna be hanging around with people you could laugh with, you could have a drink with, you could high five and say, let's go out and make some noise. It's not necessarily, you know, there's a lot of talented people. There are more great guitar players than I could shake a stick at. But Andy Abel, in addition to being a great guitar player, is a dear friend of mine i mean when we're not working he'll text me and say let's you want to go for a martini tonight and we just sit and laugh and talk about life and it's that kind of relationship i think that's at the heart of why this sounds the way it does
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You can feel it. You can feel it. I don't think it's uh, tacky at all. I think it's a really great way to. And if you can say it and you're genuine, it's a really great way to uh, describe your band as a family. You can feel the authenticity. You can feel the connection. Uh, the, you can't fake that, right? As a band, when no. when a band's working together, if if you if one of you does not like the other, you're probably not going to make really great music together. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you won't be making it together very long. I would imagine. Correct. Bassist, right. uh, let's talk about bassist scott spray
4: well talking about somebody that i've i've known forever i mean do you remember that record i told you about when i was 17 years old well scott was on that and that's how far back he and i go and he went on to have a wonderful career he's on over 800 records played with johnny and edgar winter a wonderful bass player and a very another very dear friend of mine
1: oh wow well drummer lee finkelstein uh, lee the original blues brothers <laughs>
4: band boy uh, oh. lee is another guy that really he shapes up and comes up and does this show like it's everything he wants to do and that's all i could ask of these people uh,
1: uh okay and then eddie torres
4: but let's not forget eddie because he is he's our spiritual leader eddie is our percussionist and is the guy that will get everyone together with his mala beats and hold us all together and say how lucky are we and it's true we really are all very lucky
1: well last but not least when you mentioned him as uh, on guitar andy abel your your good friend um Me. if you want to say anything else more about him Uh, i have to thank him he co-produced this project he's been my chief uh
4: mixing and mastering engineer on the project the reason it sounds like it does all goes to andy abel
1: so that's the hollywood all-stars and uh i mean the name might be an understatement. <laughs> yeah. guys are, uh, right. You've got the, the all the all stars, the Hollywood all stars on in this band. Uh, what can you guys are on tour, and what can someone expect from the tour? I mean, how would you best describe and sum it up? What what it's like to experience a night with the Hollywood all stars?
4: uh you gotta want to dance because this band just makes you get up and dance andy and i have this thing when we were making the record and he turned to me and we're co-producing and he would look at me and go do you feel like dancing and we knew we had a mix when he said we would both say yeah i feel like dancing <laughs> so <laughs> that's what to expect
1: when you come see us yeah man powerful the next what's the next show you you've got coming up here
4: The Saturday, June 25th at the Waterbury Palace. And Jeremiah, as you mentioned, it's a really wonderful cause. Are You Dense is an organization that sponsors women with dense breasts that have difficulty getting diagnosed early with breast cancer. Mm. So when they contacted me, I thought there is no better night to do a show. And Mm. that's what that one will be about.
1: Mm, Yeah. So go out, have some, listen to some great music, dance, and support the good cause. Um, Again, you can get those uh, tickets, I'll tell you where. You can get those tickets on Palace Theater CT for Connecticut.org. dot org, um, and on Instagram and Facebook follow at the Hollywood All Stars for all the latest. Again, the album uh, three year record deal with Deco Entertainment. Congratulations! The EP will be out in its entirety soon, but right now you can go to Bandcamp or uh, wherever you get your music and download or and purchase Field of Grace. It's the new single. We're about to debut it right now. But not before I say goodbye to our very, very special guest, Steve Gaspar. It's been such a pleasure having you on. My friend is well worth the wait. Yep. And by the sure. way,
4: Richard, thank you guys. I love you both. Thank you. I really appreciate the time.
1: Uh, appreciate you, my friend, and your band, the Hollywood All-Stars. Uh, we uh, Quickly, I noticed on your on your Facebook page, we've got a mutual friend in Mark Platt in the Radio India Alliance. Oh my gosh,
4: yes. Mark's been very generous with uh, giving us a little airplay, and hopefully we can continue Continue to do that. It's, it's yeah. much appreciated, Mark. Thank you.
1: Yeah, and it's so funny. I don't think we—I knew that before. Uh, before I just saw it this afternoon. So yeah. that's really cool.
3: I'd also add uh, in all of our conversation here, what it really boils down to when it comes to acknowledgements is the Grammys now actually mean something more than they ever have before because everybody, those sixty thousand entries every day, they have a shot. For the first time, and I think that's fabulous. Thank you for being with us, man. Thank you,
1: thank you, thank you. Come back Back. anytime, man. This is your home now. So you got it. Bring the family. Steve Gaspar was our very special guest. The band is the Hollywood All Stars, and they are big. And you're about to hear it right now with the uh, the new EP is Field of Grace. The new single right now is Field of Grace. Enjoy and dance.
5: What's
3: Ronnie and you are listening to the jeremiah show listen man
0: did you like our soundtrack find all of our soundtracks on spotify the jeremiah show look for the black label As always, a big thanks to Dr. D for making our voices come alive on the airwaves, and to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Be sure to check out our very own Richard Dugan, a.k.a. Dr. D, Peabody Award-nominated radio show, Tell Me Your Story, every Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m., Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at JeremiahShow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and sound and engineer producer Richard Dr. D. Dugan and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve.
5: That cold black cloud is coming down This is Miles
0: Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to The Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show,
5: The Jeremiah Show. I love you.